Start out Did calm this night today, and I'm going to start out with a. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that's how I'm feeling. Uh, no, but it kind of sets the tone for the week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hi everybody! Glad you you dropped by. Um, I noticed you haven't told anybody about our podcast, so could you get on that? And maybe say. Uh, oh, no, better just keep it to yourself. No, no, no. We do want, we, we would like a few more followers. We'd like some comments on Apple uh, podcasts. Uh, nice ones, if you could do it. Give us a little uh, a star rating of some kind. Uh, make it, make it kind. I'm not asking for five. Five would be nice, but you know, I, I'm realistic. I'm a realistic person. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I know that, you know, I'm aiming for just below the middle. That's what I'm aiming <laughs> for. Just, you know, not mediocre, just below the middle. So anyway, so uh, it's good to see you, my yes, friend. Good to see you, too. It's been a couple of weeks yep. since we talked to John Wing. Uh, that was a fun episode. Yeah, he's such a funny guy. God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He, I, I'm, I forget. Great stories, and yeah, he's just so quick, and uh, yeah, it was a pleasure. That was very enjoyable. And John came up in Canada at, in comedy, which was a different kind of a, it was, and we knew a lot of Canadian comics when we were first came mm, up, because yeah, we worked the right. island a lot. Yes, <coughs> yes, And Vancouver. And Vancouver, yeah, I met yeah. a bunch of them through there. And they were, in they Calgary. were strong. They were really strong comics. Harry, yeah. Harry. Uh, Harry Styles. Ha- Harry Styles. Oh, Ryan Styles. Ryan, me. No, Ryan Styles, but Harry and Colin. Campbell. Colin, Colin Campbell, Campbell. And Harry Dupe. Oh, I don't remember him. Harry Dupe, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Very funny. Okay. Anyway, um, <coughs> so. Yeah, there was, they had some great comedians up there and a great scene, really strong comedy scene. Yeah. Um, a couple of our American comedians moved up there. Jeb Fink, John Johnston both moved up there. And yes, and did really well. Permanent thing, yep. Really, it really made made a made a, a name for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <coughs> here we are plugging away. Here we are. How was your St. Patty's Day? At it. Uh, nice St. Patty's Day in my house is Catherine's birthday every year. Yeah. Um. And uh, happy birthday, re- Catherine. Yeah. I always remember it because uh, one St. Patty's Day uh, early in our relationship, she turned fifty, I believe, and um. I turned, oh, I wasn't turning anything. It was her birthday. <laughs> you were turning uh, turning <laughs> green from the green beer. No, we I was <laughs> in Boise at the um, Funny Bones. Yeah. And uh, huh, partying after the show, getting high and having a shot or two of whatever. Jameson's. Something. <laughs> some kind of brain, brown whiskey. And uh, I was standing there with the other comedians, um, and a couple of us looking at the wall full of headshots. Yeah. Which always, I don't know, it just always stresses me out. Just it's like it's like what, looking at a graveyard, too. It's like, <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's like, People, is, he, is he still alive? Is, is he still he alive? He a 20-year-old yeah, photo. I know, I know, everybody, yeah. And I started to feel lightheaded, and uh, I thought, whoa, that's weird. Uh, and then, apparently, I didn't know this, I went down on one knee and then back up again. I don't remember doing that. This is what they told me. But all I remember is looking at the headshots and then looking up at a circle of people. 
laying oh my on gosh. my back. Yeah, laying on my back. I'd I'd blacked out for whatever reason. And uh, it wow. might have been an early warning of that heart thing. It God, might I was really hoping this was going to be a funny story. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> okay. It gets funny. Hey, I lived, right? Yeah, you did. So it gets better. And uh, <laughs> and I remember hearing Lisa, the club manager, say, uh, quick, drag him outside. <laughs> no, she didn't. Uh, right. <laughs> Step over him. It, it, this didn't happen in here. It didn't happen in... Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we... Uh, it was fine. I was fine afterwards, but it was just like an early indicator that maybe I should be looked at. Uh, or I to, in my mind, it was just I'd had one too many. So you beer. had I, not. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't even drunk. You had not had your episode yet. No, I hadn't had the full on heart failure. So who knows? It might so have that been was Catherine's birthday. That <laughs> was her birthday. And I was stressed because Catherine had a house full of people. Right. She was at home in Portland. House full of fun And people. it was her 50th. 50th birthday. It's a big deal. And I was missing it for the late show in Boise. Yeah, I know. You know, so I was <laughs> like, I called her a couple of times, but I was like, oh God, why, why do I have to be here, not there? And right. I don't know if it's the stress or if it's just seeing other headshots. You probably would have gone down on one knee if you'd been at the party, too, though. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think, I think that wasn't going to stop it. header, just <laughs> straight over backwards. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that but, was. Uh, she had a good birthday. And uh, we had a couple of, she had several girlfriends take her out to different meals, and uh, I got to be in on one of them, and it was, uh, it was a nice time. I felt guilty that I didn't do more, but um, she really didn't feel like going out the evening of her birthday. Well, it, you know, St. So Patty's I, Day I is hard to we want to go out, because, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's yeah. like, well, it's just going to be packed. Yeah, right. It's going to be drunks if you go out after mm-hmm. a certain time. Yeah. You know, we went to... Um, Speaking of birthdays, my brother, Barry Rice, had a 78th birthday yeah. on the 15th, on Wednesday. So, um, and he wanted to make, he wanted to make the dinner. He wanted to make shepherd's pie or corned beef and cabbage. And uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, both of which I went, ooh, no, uh-uh, <laughs> no. So I, I organized, yeah. a, uh, let's go out. Let's take you yeah. out. And he chose Kells. In right. Northwest Portland on twenty first, which I want to, I want to give him a shout out. What nice people! <clears throat> yeah, you know, we made an early reservation because I knew that they it would be happy hour and they had all this other stuff, and they just accommodated us. They were so nice. kind. They had such a great and Barry got to eat exactly what he wanted, and everybody had Guinnesses except me. I had a, mm-hmm. I had a cocktail, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, um, nice. but it was yeah, it was lovely. And uh, but St. Patty's Day is not traditionally a great day for comedy no and people work on i never wanted to work on saint patty's oh, day oh no no and you go okay is it a five o'clock show because that's the only oh, time God. to do it i was doing a show um for david tribble in bakersfield one saint patty's day uh, in a bar it was 10 o'clock at night and oh the, and god the, the manager came up and he goes look i really don't think they want to hear any comedy right now no. So do don't. whatever time you want to do and just get the hell off stage. Good man. He knew. <laughs> he knew. Yeah. And I, I, so I got up and said, all right, who's ready to party tonight? <laughs> who's looking to get laid? <laughs> so it was just a fit. I know. Did I tell this story to John I, the other day? I think you've told. That was just yeah. me. Because yeah. that's how I dealt with it. There's yeah, you no have way. to. You're just a cheerleader is <laughs> you all just, you're doing. You don't even try to do comedy. No. And, and the other comic, the headliner, got up and just did an hour. Yeah, and they were just they were just getting tired and drunker, and I thought, God, what are you trying to prove? 
you know? Yeah, b- yeah. Well, that's the ego talking. Yeah, it was. It was some ego talking. Because you kind of just, you know, it. I'm so yeah. I'm all about self-preservation. Yeah. I'm all about, okay, this is not working. Let's just cut our, cut and run. It's Let's when the managers say, you know, just get up there and give it your best shot, and they really want you to do your time. Yeah. And and people are, like, milling around and yeah. just getting it's drunk just or in talk, and they didn't even looking at the stage. That's, I used to those. look at them and go, really? Look at this. Yeah, what, what, what are we proving? Why here? don't we just play, uh, you know, the greatest story ever told, the story mm-hmm. of Jesus, and see how they react? Because yeah, that's about right. how it's going to happen. This yeah. is what this is crazy. So anyway, right. that's um, yeah, St. Patty's Day is, and I saw a ton of shows that were being advertised, mm-hmm. and I thought, are you guys crazy? Yeah. What are you trying to prove? <clears throat> I Just mean, like Halloween shows. Don't. Right. Kells was putting on a huge, they had a huge tent in their parking lot on 21st. Okay. So they were going to contain it outside, a lot of it outside. I mean, obviously, a lot of it would be inside, too, but it would be mainly outside. You know what else they've done in that tent for St. Patty's Day? Mm -mm. Live boxing. This this was about oh well that the that kind of makes that, that kind of ma- adds up but yeah they had actual people <laughs> with the boxing gloves in a ring <laughs> and they had people well you know, you know like gangs in New York they it's had kinda, yeah it's kind of <laughs> like well that's the uh, the Irish would do that that's something <laughs> that the Irish would do yeah a live boxing event right yeah. in their tent in their parking lot it's like well okay this is a very manly thing isn't it I didn't see any. Um, I, I was looking at the news the next day, Portland News, and I didn't see any incidents. I didn't Good. see that there wasn't. I think it's because people don't really go out like they used to. I think I think you're right. I right. think you know it's a younger crowd. They go out, yeah. you know, and if they're and it was a Friday night, and you know yeah. people have worked all day, mm. you know that kind of thing. What they, and they always a, think a show in Cleveland one time working at the uh, uh, the Improv in Cleveland. Right down on the river walk down there. I was, I was bragging. You're always bragging. And right across, <laughs> this is back in the day. Well, I worked for the Improv, but not we, Cleveland. And across the river, there was another, Hilarities was another comedy That's club. That's a great show. And there was, was another great, little great bar area. And we were doing our show, and we heard a whole bunch of sirens. Because they, they said, they go, oh, you know what? It's St. Patty's Day. They just like to brawl over there in that neighborhood. So I guess, apparently, there was a, just a huge... Just massive brawl. I'm like sure. In the old Westerns happening across Just a Donnybrook. The just yeah. a huge Donnybrook. Donnybrook. That's so right. are we? Uh, are we at the point where I can? Speaking of brawls, can I bring up what I was talking about earlier? Or shall we? Oh, shall we keep it lighter? I don't remember. Um, if you want. Oh yeah, you want to talk about politics? Well, no, we don't <laughs> have to do it now. But I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna. I was. I'll talk about my my weekend. Yeah, let's talk about our our stuff first, <laughs> and then we'll get to it. I know, cause I I don't think we should ignore it. Um, yeah. Honestly, I really don't. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, happy to. But I had a great. Um, let's ease into the water slowly. Right. Saturday night, I had a great show. I had, it was a lot of fun. <clears throat> this was hysterical. I don't know if everybody have he- has heard about the Don't Tell. Uh, shows uh there are, it's a website on on youtube called don't tell and they shoot specials uh each i think our our buddy shane brennan has done one right. uh they shot i think it was a 20 minute set and it was it ah. went it went on their their okay. um their site but the don't tell was started with by this guy who ha- he was not a comic uh. but he was brilliant he says you know there isn't any reason we can't do he started doing don't tell shows and he would get his friends to put on a comedy show in their house or in their home or in their backyard. And then it was invitation only. Oh. 
and that just started to grow. And I remember mm-hmm. you and I talking about this, and it might have been during our first year yeah. of our podcast going, right. these house shows mm-hmm. are crazy. Wow. You know, because you and I avoided doing yeah. comedy in someone's home for years. We had bad experiences. Bad experiences. Doing that, you know, sitting on a fireplace hearth and nobody You know, no, no microphone. But these kids made it, a, yeah. they, this guy made it a business. Now it's a wow. multi-million dollar business. Really? It's it's all over the it's all over the oh, country I now see. it's all this over the thing. world they're doing these little the, right. and they do what they do is they take weird little venues mm-hmm. I've done a I've done a coffee shop uh, I did a uh, we did a sound studio which made more sense to me because yeah. the, the acoustics were great um, <clears throat> I've done two ta- sound studios actually and then uh, this one was in a CrossFit gym. Slash daycare. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, my opening line was, did did you feel the earth move just a little bit when I walked in the door? (laughs) Because mama's never been in a a CrossFit gym in her life. Look at this place. What's (laughs) that for? They had equipment that looked like a sex shop. It was like, (laughs) it was balls and straps. Swings. Yes, swings and all kinds of stuff. I'm going, wow, what are they doing here? Anyway, uh, it was out in Beaverton. And by the way, my car was the oldest car in the parking lot. All right. Beaver winner, winner. Every, every, nobody had a car that was more than three years old in that parking lot. Oh, and please. I'm serious. And yeah. they were all young kids. Okay. All right. So well, it was, yeah. uh, and uh, it was BYOB, which was very funny because I was talking to our friend Jamal um, Coleman. He goes, man, they're getting drunk. It's, you know, it's BYOD. I went, BYO what? BYO what? He goes, I could never get that right. I go, I know it's BYOB. Bring your own booze. <laughs> bring your own drugs. Bring your own, yeah. Bring your own drugs. Right. Or are they drugging? You know <laughs> what? what are you getting you, at? I think it be BYOF or something. I said what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But anyway, and yes, they were they they bring their own booze okay. and they have to take their their cans and everything home with them. They're not allowed to oh, leave it crap laying around. So that way they get around the liquor licenses and still yeah, they don't have to have a liquor license. People just bring their own beverages uh, okay and they because wow. it's a private cl- it's like a private club kind of a clever thing. idea so yeah i mean it's really brilliant and it was a it was an interesting show they were young and they were mm-hmm. they were lit when they walked in okay that so sometimes is good <laughs> well they were hot as hell they were just they yeah. were everybody did a great job wow yeah. uh and i'll let me just <clears throat> preface that with there wasn't an orifice that wasn't mentioned <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. See yeah, what I'm saying? What you do, yeah. And actually, I walked. I walked. I, you know, they, uh, uh, the guy that was supposed to close the show, uh, didn't come. He didn't show up. Oh. Um, well, evidently it was. A, he created anyway. It was about it, the fact that they weren't connected on Facebook, and he had messaged him, and nobody he didn't told see him because about the don't tell show. Well, yeah, it was a don't tell, don't tell the headliner. Don't tell but the anyway, headliner, you, so show. you don't tell him. <laughs> but um, the thing about it is, is that people show up; they don't know who's going to be performing. Right, that's, the performers that's are never yeah. listed. It's just a grab bag. It's a mystery grab bag of comedy or entertainment. Right. Right. It could it's be a, a reading. And then afterwards, they send out these emails because they've signed up on the email site on the don't tell site to be notified when there's a don't tell show in their area. That's, I know it's a, it's yeah. a brilliant, it's a brilliant business plan business. It is, it's really smart. It is. But anyway, so then after the show, they send out another email saying, thanks for coming out. Mm. These are the comics you saw. Please show, 
please follow them on their social platforms. And they list the pictures and the bios of all the comics that they saw that night. It was brilliant. Super cool. Yeah. So, um, and it was, it was actually kind of fun, you know, and I'm always amazed that people want to take pictures with me and tell Uh me they want me to come to their, their, their Thanksgiving dinners and and they want me and I'm going, you have no idea how much, you have no idea what, what, what you would be getting into. (laughs) (laughs) You're sure, right? Yeah. I don't think so. Anyway. Well, that says a lot about how you, um, well, they were really drunk too. So you have to remember that. But anyway, no, 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 no. Don't discount that. You get that everywhere Uh, you go. People want to hug you. People want to be your friend. They remind you of their mother. I remind them of somebody. They that remind you of somebody they feel they never, warmly about. That they never got the love that they needed from. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, so, you know, you have a way, you have a way of uh, uh, winning them over. And that's, you know what? If you have lovability, well, you have something that a lot of comics don't. That is, people love me, but I'm still poor as a church mouse. But anyway, yeah. here's the thing. Um, the other great thing that happened to me this weekend, you, we didn't, we didn't do a podcast last, last Monday. Right. But last la- uh, a week ago, this last Sunday, on on March twelfth, Maisie Patricia Moore was born, and she was six pounds eleven ounces and twenty inches long. And I went to see her this last Sunday. Oh, she's b- she's been she's a whole week old, and right. the sweetest little thing you've ever seen. She's just petite yeah. and cute. And uh, okay. Just, oh, God, I just, I melted. I just melted. And wow, yeah, yeah, Still yeah. very happy. I never had kids, but just melted. And yeah, I loved her. And I felt, so, I just, you know, it's hard. That, that, my niece is that getting. That first year. Um, <sighs> the first year is rough. It's, it's like, well, yeah. her husband can't wake up. Oh, that's. Mike, uh, she oh. has tried everything. I said, you really? get yourself an air horn. And wake when she starts oh. crying and you need rest, wow, you know or whatever, yeah, wake his ass up. Yeah, I and woke she, up with Liam all the time when we did he, the finger feeding tube. Mm-hmm. So in lieu of breastfeeding, you can do a, an actual tube that you tape to your finger, and they just drink through that. So I would feed Liam. Um, I'll tell her about that. She's mm-hmm. she's I mean she's only a week old, so she needs the breast. But she's and she is latching. We took turns, um, you know, waking up. But I think down the line, she's going to have to... We tried to give her a bottle the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, when Molly said, Molly, go take a shower, we'll try to give yeah. her a bottle. Uh-huh, that's different. And she, you know, Learning how to use a bottle is another thing, I think, right? She did okay <laughs> a little bit, yeah. she, but she was she was she she sleeps. Molly's so worried Boy. about the fact that she sleeps a lot. I said, Jesus Christ, think of, the, think of her journey. She's only a week old. Yeah. She's been gestating for nine months, and she's exhausted. Yeah, she, right. That's a... That's a Mm-hmm. That's a long journey. And then she's yeah. in the world. Hello. Right. You know, yeah, she's tired. But I anyway. I had my uh, heart event almost when Lean was almost a year old. So it was oh. after that first year, you know. Is that right? It really, it really wipes you out. They mm-hmm. hear about baby brain. That's because you don't remember things. You don't remember appointments. You don't remember names. <laughs> you know, it's um, it's really, really rough. And uh, I never, we never had that postpartum syndrome. Catherine never had that, thank God. But... Uh, well, I'm going to plan on spending, when Mike goes back to work, I'm going to plan on going up and, nice. and Molly's going to be going back to work after four months. Yeah. But, um, when Mike goes back to, he'll have the summer off. Right. But I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can help. I, you know, I'd like to help before, but anyway, I'm not, I'm not a great help because I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know anything. 
But anyway, yeah. I can hold them. Yeah. I can play with them. Keep from dropping them. I can change good. a diaper. That's pretty much oh, it. Oh, God. You know? You, you, cover, you got it covered. And, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. Ga- I don't gag and stuff. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, so s- she's a sweet little thing. Just a, And evidently she went to the doctor today, and she gained two pounds this week. So she's eating well. Me too. You know, I mean, did you well. get? Did you gain two <laughs> pounds too? Me too. I think I gained four pounds this week. There were so many events I that I had to eat week. with. At I just couldn't do it. Yeah, we had lunch on that Monday, and I had that croissant and breakfast. Yeah, and then that my brother's birthday on Wednesday. Yeah, and then uh, and then so, I mean, I'm just like, oh God, I'm just I got to stop going out to eat. It's it's yeah. not it's not it's not the best. Well, it's also expensive, and I don't expensive eat. Expensive and unhealthy, and yeah, you can't really. Yeah, you don't finish. I don't a meal eat yeah. a meal. I have to share a meal. Yeah, with somebody. you'll eat like a carrot stick and go. God, you want the rest of this? No, I I eat more than that, but I'm it's it's very light, po- not much. But it's to the point where I can't. Um, yeah, it's not worth the money for me to buy a whole no. entree. Yeah, right. Yeah. Unless someone wants to share it with me. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know. I noticed I made you share breakfast the other morning with me. I go, let's share. That's right. I've forgotten. Well, Catherine and I have gotten used to doing that. Mm. Um, so. Which, you know, yeah, I went to the cardiologist this week. Yeah, how was that? And uh, it was an appointment that I had on the books. So I met him virtually a year ago for the first time because my yeah. regular one retired. And uh, he's a nice guy. I had a good vibe about him. Kept me waiting an hour, which I wasn't too happy about. You know, take my blood pressure again. How about now? <laughs> I always yeah. take it when you first get right, there. Right, exactly. And you think they're on their way. Yeah. Hour later, he takes my blood. And then he looks at my screen and he goes, okay, so let's talk here. Uh, so you had your CT scan done right after our last appointment. And uh, uh, we discovered that you have a um, significant calcification of your arteries. And I'm like, wait, what? What? You, you say What? Doctor, uh, did we discover that? Uh, I don't remember that at all. He goes, "Oh yeah, yeah." You don't re- you remember? I'm like, "Well, I'm pretty sure I would." That's I something you remember. That, that yeah, that would have stuck out. Well, I think what happened was it, it it might not have been as severe as he made it out to be because my GP told me I should probably think about statins because my you know cholesterol levels up a certain you know yeah. and uh, she may have said something about hardening. But oh I, God, I don't think I would remember that. And um, so there was like five minutes of me just looking at him like, and finally I go, no, are you sure you have the right patient right now, right? Yeah, you got to ask that. I have to ask that. He goes, yeah, Art Krugan. I go, okay, I believe you. Um, Would have been nice to hear that term a year ago. Yeah. So, you know, the end result, I, I decided to go, all right, I'll do the statins. I've been putting it off for three years Don't trying to improve off. my diet, but you know, so far, they yeah. say muscle aches are the side effect, main side effect. I can deal with muscle aches. Uh, of statins? Yeah, that's that's what they say. You know, there might be other things, but I I think it's time for me to just actually get a little more serious, a little more careful, and take the drugs they say to take, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, also, you know, just a little less butter, a little less uh, red meat. And a little less salt. Thing. Salt, right? Salt's a big yeah, one. Yeah. I'm a big... I'm, mm, yeah, right, things yeah. have changed with my body. Anyway, yes, we have to look at We have things. to take the advice it's of our so doctors. Stupid. My sister, who uh, works in the healthcare industry as a, a psychologist, mm-hmm. said that she read somewhere that like 80% of patients don't take the advice of their doctors when it comes to medications. 80%? Yeah. That high? Yeah, and I have to say, I'm not taking their advice when it comes to toenail fungus medication 
because the side effects, liver damage, or, or liver, it's hard on the liver. Let's just say that. And I said, well, okay, I think I'd rather deal with the toenail fungus then. I, so I just I said, know. the hell with that. I just get a pedicure that. and put nail polish over it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I can't see it. You have to decide, like, are the symptoms life-threatening or are they just something that's annoying? So, you know. Yeah, I don't So that's my way of saying, hey, viewers, hey, listeners, I have toenail fungus. We we have now (laughs) hit the rock bottom of our commentary. Oh, I haven't even gotten to the hypothyroid yet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Uh, sleep apnea. Yeah. Let's go there. Yeah, it's a (laughs) a constant battle, and uh, yeah, yeah, you have to. You got to listen to your doctors. I have to. I have to make an appointment just because I haven't had a, a, a yearly checkup. But um, yeah. So anyway, you haven't had um, the, the yearly exam, right? <laughs> exam. I know. Hello. Um, it's like Dave's joke. <laughs> I told you I don't have any guns. You can quit looking. <laughs> I don't have any weapons. <laughs> That's right. Oh God, he used to end with that. That was such a great line. Uh, oh God. Who who should we should Dave get Anderson? Yeah. Uh, that was such a great line. Catherine recently told me, because I quoted a, com- a comedian after mentioning a joke, she goes, you got to stop doing that. The people don't care. They don't know. And I'm like, you know what? They do. In the industry, they do. And you know something? We know. We know. Comics, I want to quote. I don't want to give the impression that I just came up with something. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you. Know? you. I, um, I have a line in my show. Right. Uh, that's just a throwaway. It's not yeah, even because right. it, it leads into another into another bit. Right. I don't have kids that I know of, and they always get to laugh. And I go, "That's Carol Leifer's line." I Ooh. always give her credit. I go, "That's Carol right. Leifer's line." Okay. Yeah. But it, it kind of speaks to the point that you yeah. know, and it, and I just never it's hard to write a joke. Well, you got to write ten bad ones to write one good one. It, it's the work that we do, and if somebody just comes along and goes, "Oh, I like that," and just takes it. You know, it's uh, it's dishonest and right. it's uh, unfair. And, it, and that line has become a uh, a colloquialism. The, I don't have any children. I don't. Uh, I don't have kids that I know of. For you know women, of for I mean, men woman. have yeah. used that line for years. Yeah, right. But Carol Leifer was the first one to do it on yeah. Carson. Right. She says, "I don't have kids that I know of." Right. Which blew the place up at the time. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, I'm not going to take her line, but I'm going to. Yeah, if I'm going to use, it, I'm going to give her credit. Yeah. So yeah. only fair. It's only fair. And, um, yeah. but anyway, it's, um, uh, I had, oh, and this last week I celebrated your, ce- what's the date today? The 20th? Something like 21st. that. 21st. So I celebrated my 40th. And God yours is this week. Oh God, you're right. March 23rd. Yeah. Is it March 23rd? I think so. That's what I always thought it was. Well, it's, we, the leaky was always on a Tuesday night, was yeah, it not? Right. Yeah. So it turns out that. I always thought mine was March 16th because I remember Barry's birthday is the 15th. Right. And I wouldn't have gone out to a comedy show on his birthday. Well, it turns out I did. You would have. My my (laughs) anniversary is the 15th of March. Oh. Because the March 15th March 15th landed on a Tuesday in 1983. Yeah. And that's that was the leaky roof because I remember asking Dan our buddy Dan Dupre go leaky was always on a Tuesday right it wasn't a Wednesday. He goes, no, it was a, it's always on it was always on a Tuesday night. Can you right. imagine Tuesday night? We had lines around the block on that thing. Yeah, right. That yeah. was unbelievable. Line out the door but down anyway. the street. Yeah, at the very cusp of the beginning of comedy, the comedy phenomenon that swept the country in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. 
It was a time of nobody knew what they were doing, but everybody was getting paid. But it was good to be <laughs> Everybody there. was getting paid. Yeah, was <laughs> like, not as much. Not less as money back then, but... But that's when, yeah, yeah that was when gas was 87 cents a gallon. Yeah, right. So oh there you go. God, yeah. Anyway, so that was my week uh, in review. Yes. Um, um, there's been a lot of conversation. Um, so you were saying you wanted to talk a little bit about what's... Well, I don't think we should ignore it. I think it's yeah. something that we, you know, okay. we were talking about. I just wanted to say, uh, Art and I, uh, we're going to do a podcast last week um, after... Uh, Liam, his son, is very involved with Jinx Monsoon, who is a drag queen. Yeah, he's um, uh, doing a... Entertainer. He's co-writing and uh, co-producing a, a season two of a sketch comedy series called Sketchy Queens on WOW Presents Plus, RuPaul's channel. Um, and um, yeah, so and he Jinx has been a real supporter of Liam's, and they've done other things that get Jinx, uh, Liam did all Jinx's Patreon content, content while during lockdown, and... They're good friends. They see each other, and Liam went out to New York to see Jinx on Broadway. Oh, that's so awesome! the talk of the town right yeah, now. He's, he is. He's he's in Chicago. In Chicago. In the, yeah. yeah, he plays Mama. Mama. He plays Mama June. Right. Yeah, or Mama June. I think it's Mama, Mama something. June. Mama June, I think. Anyway, but she's fabulous. Yeah, yeah I, but, um, I don't remember. So we're going to get back to this in just a second because um, I'm going to pause. Yeah, we have a pause for our viewers, listeners. Yeah. Sorry. So, so yeah, uh, Jinx is kind of at the forefront right now of speaking out about Tennessee and uh, some of the, the the rules they're trying to make there about no right. sh- no drag shows in front of kids because it's sexualized, which is horseshit. You it is sex- so terrible. You know sexualized? A fucking Pepsi commercial. I mean, shut your mouth, you hypocrites. I know. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's it's it, insane. It's just persecution of the LGBTQ of course it is. movement. And it's stirred up hatred, and it makes me nervous because now Jinx, uh, in particular, and RuPaul and other, and, and you know, Darcel here in town are are possibly going to be targets of some of these a holes, you know, Proud Boys and all these other organizations right. that think of themselves as get this Christian, who yeah. uh, pick oh, up a God. gun and think it's their job to start shooting people they don't like. Well, Tennessee is just over the top with this whole thing. Yeah, they right. are banning books. Right. They're banning uh, LBGTQ organizations yeah. of all kinds. Yeah. The drag community. Uh, I just saw Steve Hofstetter uh, did put up a YouTube. If you haven't seen Steve Hofstetter's comedy, um, he's very funny. And yeah, he, he's, he's, very he's, smart. Really, he's very smart and really come uh-huh. into his own. He was working in Chattanooga oh. at the comedy something. Yeah. Anyway... He came on stage in a dress. Oh, and in he just ho- in, yeah, in Tennessee. Oh, wow! Recently. And the place went crazy. I mean, there was just like, you know, it's the thing about it is, is that I don't know how the Tennessee legislatures were put in place mm-hmm. because obviously the youth are not getting their asses out there and voting. Yeah, maybe because not. it's just mm-hmm. insane what's happening there. Yeah. Uh, between Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi, sweet right. Jesus. Right. And I mean, they have in they have now uh, put uh, Jim Crow. Is it Alabama? Might be Alabama. Uh, Jim Crow laws back on the on the books. They've voted in. Yeah. It's it's insane. 
And so much of it, too, is politicians that are just trying to appeal to the Trump base. So they're trying to be as Trumpy as they can be by being just racist, sexist. Well, I think they are racist. And I think there are those people. And all of a sudden, you know, they have now they're in power in some of these these red states. I mean, South Carolina has a bill before the 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 um, legislator legislative uh, body to execute any person uh, uh, who either performs, attempts to perform, or has an abortion. Execute. Execute. Execute them. Yeah, that's... that's Execute women. The Handmaid's Tale, that's what that is. It's insane. Yeah, right, yeah. So I'm, yes, I'm on this, and this whole thing that's coming down... Yeah, uh, I know. Th- I saw this wonderful woman on TikTok this morning, and I know that that's, you know, it's TikTok. But the deal is, she s- she spoke what everybody's thinking. Right. She said, "I I want to see him indicted. I want to see him arrested. I want to see him brought into the into the courthouse. I want mm-hmm. to see him booked. I want to see him bailed out. And then I want, as he's walking out, I want to see the Georgia DA mm-hmm. and their attorneys arrest him." Mm-hmm. And then right and the execute and, and bring him to extradite him to Georgia. Right. You know, you know, indict him and yeah. he gets bailed out. And then as he's walking out, I want to see she says, I want to see uh, Jack Jones and Merrick Garland standing at. Is it Jack Smith? I don't know. It's the it's the prosecutor, the special prosecutor that mm-hmm. Garland got anyway, standing at at the at the door yeah. saying, OK, here we go. You're coming to Washington, right. and you're being you're federally being charged for the January sixth. She yeah. says, "I want to see him go to jail for the January 6th. Me too. That's the one. I mean, that's the one I everybody w- wants to see him yeah, go to jail. Yeah, I mean, for. it's great that he's in trouble about uh, the porn star. What's her name? Uh, Stormy Daniels. But that's not the same thing. It's not the same level of charges as, as treason. The whole a riot. country and the world saw it happen. Yeah, right. They saw they it. They saw happen. him do it. They saw him standing on the pulpit, going, "All right, let's go get him. I'm right behind you." You know, there's no hiding it, and you know, just to act like it didn't happen. And you know, Tucker Carlson can Jimmy all the tapes that he wants and just se- selectively pick the calmest parts. There's of the tapes. a special place in hell for him. Oh, I agree, man. There is a special place in hell for that. And I want to see, and he'll have that same confused look on his face while he's in hell as he does on every episode he's, of he's this just, show. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. You're, you're, no. It, the, yeah, oh, exactly. why is this happening? Oh, I don't understand. <sighs> yes, you do, you lying sack. Yeah, and when you were the yeah. one who said he's lying, he's, he's yeah. I hate him. And he, the, only th- the other thing is that um, uh, the fact that p- it pisses me off, but... He announced that he was going to be a, you know, he's going to be arrested tomorrow on Tuesday. Right. You know, well, that's a call to arms. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a call to arms for his whistle. people. That's it's a dog whistle, yeah. and yeah. Uh, but they're not in Washington D.C. now. Right. He's not the president anymore. Yeah. He's in New York City, and New York City doesn't fucking play. Mm. They are not going. To, they're not going to let that happen. Right, that kind of rioting. Yeah, they're yeah. no, they're right, gonna yeah. they're gonna close that they'll perimeter that within down. the whole city, half the city, probably a six six blocks, eight blocks perimeter is going to be made unavailable to anybody mm-hmm. around that courthouse if he is yeah. if he's actually mar- you know marched in and and indicted. Yeah, but That's he's it. gonna re- he's refused he's refusing to stand in front of the grand jury. You know, at what so, point 
do they go too bad? We'll, well put you in handcuffs and we'll take you well, there. That's just it. It's the, what does the subpoena mean? Even when he was, even when all those people were in, were subpoenaed in his first uh, impeachment trial, and yeah. they and they refused. The, I didn't know why they weren't just. Them did go to jail, sh- but they should have been just yeah. put in jail. Then that's that's against the law. You can't no, you, can't you can't refuse a, no. You can't refuse a subpoena. Yeah, and he's just. One more time, he's just thumbing his nose at the law. You can't make me. You can't make me. I'll do what I want to do. Uh, and no consequences. some point, he needs to have consequences. There's going to be consequences. Because if he doesn't, the rest of the country, they don't give a shit. They'll do whatever they want to do, too. And they are. They are damn well And are. this guy that they have, <laughs> this Costello, this, uh, what's this guy's name? Robert Costello was a, was in a, is a Trump supporter. Right. He's before the grand jury today. And he was he was a Trump supporter attorney. Okay, he, he was this attorney, mm. and he's supposed to be testifying against Michael Cohen. Well, you know something, you don't have a leg to stand on. That man did time for this man. Right. And the only thing that I can see coming out of this trial with Stormy Daniels is that the felony charges are not the criminal charges would be a lower felony. Yeah, it would be a lower felony, but mm-hmm. the fact that if he's indicted on a felony, he can't run for he can't run for president. Right, and and one of the theories I heard too was that once somebody steps up and actually indicts him, it's going to push the first domino. It is, and somebody I'm has hoping the balls to actually say, "Well, too bad he's the former president. Too bad you got a vigilante group ready to fight this." We're indicting him, and as soon as that actually happens, then other people, how other uh, branches of governments and uh, well, and yeah, exactly. Brian Kemp, though, the governor of Georgia, Mm -hmm. has has signed a bill that was placed. uh, I think it was about a week and a half ago, stating that the legislature has the right to repeal any DA. In the state of Georgia, meaning mm-hmm. they're going after her. They want her right. job. They don't want her in right. power yeah. because she's going after him. Right. And a lot of those guys are being named as accomplices. Right. Yeah. And so that the problem with Georgia is if, if they don't get it in before she leaves, because they're going to pull her job, they're mm-hmm. going after her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be up to Jack Smith and Merrick Garland yeah. to do the deed. And that's the one we all want to see. That's yeah. the one we want to see him indicted for. And the discouraging part of all of it. Because people died. Is that um, we hope that it doesn't end up in the Supreme Court, <laughs> you know, because then it's uh, anybody's guess as to whether then or not there's they'll gonna do be the right riot. thing. You, they won't believe it, the riot they'll see then. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. that's those, you know, those because <coughs> Clarence Thomas will have to recuse himself. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean he will. I know. <laughs> he, well, yeah, he should have before. Yeah. <coughs> you know, it's, so it's, 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 a, it's just, it's going to be a long, drawn out summer. We're going to have a long year. Yeah. Trying to get this done. Okay. As long as we're on the subject okay. of going to hell in a hasba- handbasket. Yeah, let's do that. I wanted to talk a little bit about what's happening with Portland. Okay. The city and um, all the troubles it's going through. I was in Fred Meyer the other day buying a part, electronic part for my wife's new piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. And um, it was behind the glass thing that they lock up. And as we're standing there, he's helping me choose the right thing and figuring out what to, 
right. board to get. Um, a guy, homeless looking guy in a hoodie comes walking up 10 feet from us and looks at us for a second. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what's this guy about to do? And sure enough, he reached out and just started like knocking shit off the, off the display onto the floor. And then he took some electronic thing and looking at us, shoved it up his coat and just walked out. Like they don't have security. And I looked at the, the clerk and he just went, because <sighs> there's no, he's been told don't do anything. Right. This for safety and for liability reasons, you can't do anything. And so he just walked out and they know that I guess I've come to find out people are taking shopping carts out of the store now. Oh, they take, so oh. they just load them up and they just walk right out the door. What are you going to do? Those little shopping carts you can't find at my friend, except Fred Meyer. Oh, right. I can't find the small okay. ones. You have to go looking for them. Yeah. Take the food, <laughs> leave the cart. We need it. And supposedly <laughs> I said, why are there no, they go, they yeah. get stolen. Yeah. And I go, why would they take? And then I'm realizing, oh, they're loading him up and walking out the door with Yeah, him. that's what's happening. They can't push those big ones yeah. fast enough. Right. But they can push the little ones fast enough. Right. And it's like... And it, it, what it's going to cause, it, it's like a 30% shrinkage now, these retail stores. And they don't have that kind of profit margin. So, honestly, I think what's going to happen, we're all going to be shopping on Amazon, whether we want to or not, at some point. We're not going to have the option of just going into a store, picking something up, and walking out with it. The security they have, yeah, they have no security. No anymore. security. There was two security and guards. And the police at mine. are still trying to play the. Oh, were we're you trying you to defund us? Why don't you? Were They're you still playing the, that game. Were you over at the Fred Meyer, the one I call the Fred, Fred Meyer, the gods over on Broadway and um, over by on on Thirtieth and, and Broadway. And, yeah, yeah, Twenty Ninth and Broadway, whatever that is. Thirtieth yeah. and Broadway. Yeah, yeah, 30th and, <laughs> is it Thirtieth and Broadway? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I go there all the Northeast. time. Northeast. Yes. Okay. Because that's huge. That's a huge store. It's very big. It it's was one the one where a lot of products end up from other stores. It's one of the biggest Fred Myers in our state. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. And um, I love shopping at that store. No, but I, I love exercising in that store. I if you need milk and a screwdriver, you're going to get you, your steps you're in. Do your steps. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But. My little Fred Meyer over here in St. John's, um, I go over to this one over here, and I've noticed that there's been there's two there's two security guards. They're never outdoors. There's right. They're never they, you never see them walk in the perimeter or walking because there's a lot of homeless people that ask yeah, for money. Right. Yeah. And I don't give them money. I go, Are you hungry? If you're hungry, I'll buy you something. Yeah. What right. would you like? Mm -hmm. And I'll buy them. I'll buy them fun, a, a food. Right. And give it to them. But I'm not giving them money. No. I ended up, I was stupid. I said, I asked this gal the other day. She asked me, she goes, do you have any money? Do you have any, do you have a dollar? And I go, I don't have a dollar bill. Are you hungry though? I'll get you something to eat. And she mm -hmm. goes, oh, I've, I'm, I've eaten. I'm not hungry. And I said, well, I don't know if I have a dollar. And I looked and I go, I, okay, I had, I didn't have right. I had $5. I gave her $5 and I was like, fuck, why did I give her? Anyway, yeah. but then I come out and she goes, hey, do you have it? I said, you have to pay attention to who gives you money. Yeah, right. And she goes, what? I go. I gave you five bucks. Knock it off. Right. Yeah. She goes, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. That's not cool. Yeah. I said, you got to pay attention. Yeah. We're not but just targeting. But she's not, but you know, she was, I mean, okay. Yeah, she out of it. If it's like a little it, old lady or something like that, who's she got wasn't a stroller, little uh, but I'm saying yeah. that's somebody's like, they're not going to go out and buy drugs with it. They're not going to get drunk with it. They're, they're hungry. Yeah. They generally yeah. truly need yeah. the money. Yeah. And I will thing. give I will give them if it's an yeah. elderly person, of course. But the deal right. is, yeah. um, I asked the security guard the other day, and I said, because he was standing there talking to the other security guard. Yeah. 
I said, boy, that's effective, huh? And he looked at us, and he, they shrugged their shoulders. And yeah. I said, you're not supposed to do anything, are you? He goes, shrugged his shoulders. Yeah, right. They can't do anything. They have so many liability concerns. I watched him hurt a guy. And this one guy is old. He's old and yeah. overweight. And I go, you're not going to chase anybody. I watched him hurt a guy uh, from the very back of the store, screaming and yelling. They told him to get out, that he'd been told he can't come back in again. And they tried to kick him out. And they did. But all along the way, he was walking by wine displays and knocking them on the floor and breaking wine bottles and knocking shit uh, Left and right on him. the floor, and they just kept herding them like a, you know, like a cow or something. Here, just go, keep going this way, keep going this way, you know. And it would have been a tussle if he would have taken them on. I think they would have at least defended themselves. But until he does something like that, they just have to keep. They can't put their hands on him towards the store. No, they can't, they can't touch put their him. hands on him. Yeah, and that's and a you sign. can't find a cop in this town. No, you can't. No, they're still playing that game. They're still trying to, hey, why don't you talk about defending the police again? We'll see what happens, you know. There's no police to defend anymore. They yeah. have no, I mean, the attrition has fewer been cops, horrible. But they're fewer. also, they're, oh they're not bothering with violent crime at this point. Unless it's a, even a home invasion. They I would worry that up. they'd show up. They don't show up. I wouldn't expect them to. Yeah. You call a fire good. department before you call them. Yeah, because the fire right. department will show up. Yeah, exactly. But right. I'm telling you, um, yeah, I asked the fire department. I said, "How many, how many, how many times do you go to a right. a burn uh, or you know an arson fire and you find cops?" He goes, "The cops never show up for an arson." No, yeah. I go, "Really? They never show up?" And he goes, "We can we can stand there and watch some guy light it on fire and mm -hmm. call the police, and they they don't show up." Yeah, because they don't have enough cops. Yeah, and it's a property. And the cops got to. It's they got to go after the shootings. They got to try to stop the shootings first of all. Yeah, that's and I understand that, but you don't want to have, you know, that's the other thing is the other night when I was working at Doe down right. on Mississippi, yeah. uh, pizza company down on, I think I talked about this. Uh -huh. We had a heckler in the front row with yeah. his son. Right. The guy had a gun. Wow. Yeah. And he showed the gun to the comic. Wow. Jesus. And the comic said, "Man, put that away," and and. The guys went to now. There's granted. The manager at this pizza star place is maybe 23 years old. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, right. He yeah. goes, oh, I don't want any trouble. Right. Call the police. Well, yeah. they called the police. Police never showed up. Uh huh. Yeah. There's a guy within a crowd with a gun. Yeah, right. And they never showed yeah. up. Is he actively shooting the crowd? Well, call me when he starts. Well, he's drunk. Yeah. There's a possibility he yeah, will. Right, Jesus. You know, and it was like, okay, guys, yeah. you got to be really careful. Yeah. You know, right. and he's and the crowd was yelling at him to get out. Right. And we had to go. No, don't you? No. Yeah, yeah. don't work this guy up. Don't work this guy up. Yeah. And it's like he's, no, he's holding us hostage. That's what happened with that guy over in. Uh, uh, Normandale Park in Northeast Portland, 50th and Hall Yes. And who's finally he, taken up or getting sent. He killed that protester. Yeah, yeah. They were protesters just outside. And he got when I started yelling at him to shut, shut the fuck up, you know, because yeah. he was a right winger and he had his gun and they told him like they weren't being very smart about it either. Why don't you get back in your house, asshole, you know, and he shot one of them. I think he tried to shot, shot a more woman. than one. Yeah. He shot a woman but and he, he wounded someone. he wounded another one. Yeah, exactly right. And it was yeah. insane. He finally pleaded I mean we don't finally have to pay for guilty. that. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to pay for that trial. Yeah. That's the good news. Oh God, yeah. But it's um It's weird cuz uh, you just don't know who you can actually I don't know if it's just Portland. 
No, it's not. It's nationwide, and this is all stems from Trump on down. But in Portland, certainly, I think, and I have read that it's getting worse here than in other cities. Like the homeless Seattle's bad situation. It is bad. And everywhere you tell about it, oh, you should see it here. But like Portland is hard. Per yeah. capita, Portland's like the worst in the nation right now well, as far as homeless population on the street. And we started out that way even before. It was bad before. Before. It's, it's for the last 15 now. years, it's gotten just, yeah. it's been terrible. All over town. It doesn't matter if it's a nice street downtown or a nice street in your neighborhood. There's tents popping up. There's encampments popping up. And it's and, and they, it has to do with the housing because yeah. it started out with families yeah. losing their apartment buildings. Right. Apartments because yeah, of the, right. the, the you know. Rent, the well, they started seeing those, that, that real estate stuff went up. Yeah. Everybody was in the boom and every, you yeah. know, the. Prices the for realtors, homes are going crazy. The developers who most of the time don't even live in Portland buy these properties so they can just sit on them and not even worry about whether or not anybody's in there because the value of the property is going up. You know, and so they'll charge way too much rent. And yeah, well, doesn't want, you don't want to rent it? Don't rent it. And so they end up with these empty apartments buildings, especially downtown. Especially and they don't care. Downtown. It's just, well, this is our, we're sitting on this property for now. And, and they're like from Japan. They're from, you know, all over the world. Well, yeah, they, yeah, they own a lot of downtown property. They do. And they're not trying to develop. Ted Wheeler Portland. needs to get his ass out of his head out of his ass pretty yeah. soon. Well, I, mean I don't know what's going to change, but yeah, the developers have certainly had an inside lane for a long time now. But there's going to have to be, there's going to have, I mean, there's, it's, they it's need got, to, if we need police officers, yeah. we need to incentive for police yeah, officers. Right. We need to, we need to support our police officers. Yeah. We need three different units. You need the, the, the units yeah. that go out when there's, where there's a mental illness involved, Yeah, you know, and and these people, a lot of these people right. don't need to be jailed. They need a hospital. Yeah, they need. They help, need. Yeah. They need to get off drugs. They need. You know, this is yeah. not. This is a human element. Yeah. This is not. You know, this is not a premeditated crime. Yes, I, I think they need. If you own a building in downtown, you need to dedicate a certain percentage of the apartment to low income housing, actual low income housing, not just call it that and still charge way too much, which <laughs> is what they do. And that's a it, lot of yeah, and you people won't move in if they if they know that there's low income housing in the building. Yeah, that's well, the you know, too bad. You know, in in Sweden, in Norway, they do that. They have uh, multi use buildings where some of the floors are dedicated to lower income and higher floor, and then they have to live together, and they. Rich people start to see that, oh, these people are people too, and they're not trying to kill me, and they're not trying to steal from me because they have a place to stay now. The only way you that know? you, I, I find an incentive that would be good for that kind of a thing yeah. is that, say you have a, a an apartment building that has 40% uh, vacancy. Right, which you, is and, and you, pretty and common here. Right, and you, you take, or maybe even more, you yeah. take, you know, eight of those apartments make them low income, the people that move in afterwards get a tax break. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, get them a, give them a $1,000 tax break mm-hmm. for living in a Section 8, you know, right. living with and helping a Section 8 building, right. you know, accommodate the homeless problem. Right. I don't know. Nobody ever asked me. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. I, I, uh, I, I really should uh, just uh, pass that on to Tina Kotek. Give him a call. You know, it's Something's just gotta be because the pearl town. is is a lot of the pearl yeah. is now owned by the Japanese yeah, and the Chinese. And if something isn't done, 
we're reaching a tipping point, like what happened to Detroit and Cleveland, oh, these God. towns that got to where more people are moving out than are moving in, and that the town becomes more and more uh, less and less desirable to actually live in, right. to where you just can't keep recruiting like companies to have their headquarters there. Right. You can't keep enticing people to move into a town. Certainly people see what's and the number one problem is homelessness that's the one number one concern of the people that are living here and number one one of the number one reason housing prices are the reason people move but homelessness is the reasons people don't move here to begin with well march is a big turning point it's getting worse before it's getting better i know it is it and it's um i'm always hopeful you know me i always like to see the most hopeful side of things but i just don't know how they're going to unravel this one before it's uh they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to open a lot more rehab centers. There's gonna yeah. have to be, you know, the fentanyl and all this other stuff. Yeah. And I heard uh, yeah. a friend of mine who um, is an elderly person um, talk about who was a actual a um, he was actually a um, pharmacist for many years. Right. And he made the statement, "Oh, this fentanyl thing." He says, "You know, I." It was terrible because I almost drove off the road when he said it. He goes, I call it just, it's like thin in the herd. I went, oh, my God. Yeah, wait, what? I said, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. A lot of people don't even know there's fentanyl laced in their, in their yeah. drugs that they're taking. Right. I thin said, in the herd. We, we need fewer high school students? Is that what you're I saying? I know, exactly. I said, these are kids. They're yeah, not developed. Right. Their brains aren't developed. They're, they don't know they're doing, better. you yeah. know, they're kids. They don't the, deserve to die they because got the same poor judgment that we had. Because up. somebody handed them what they thought was a molly, yeah. and it ha- was laced with fentanyl. Yeah, you can't. You know, come on. Yeah, I said, you know, we did drugs in the sixties and seventies and eighties, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. You know, cocaine killed a lot of people yeah. because it started getting cut with the wrong stuff. Yeah. but this is this is insane. You know, this is, we had organics. We were taking, we were doing pot and LSD and, you know, uh, speed. Yeah. It wasn't stuff that would kill you. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. it, it was, yeah, you, there was, you addic- could die there was addictions. You could die from speed. There was addictions and we that, had, yeah. the, you know, we had the drug problem and yeah, then we had Nancy Reagan. God love Nancy Reagan. Oh. Just say no. But anyway. But this is this is this is off the chart. I said, yeah. and I uh, I I mentioned. I said, um, I wonder how many opi- opioids you you prescribed to people mm-hmm. that caused them to become addicted. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he just was like, he shut up. Good then. Yeah. You know because, yeah, yeah. Right. Let's talk about the opioid problem because yeah, that's right. the big one. Yeah, that's the really you elephant know, in the room, isn't it? That's the elephant in the room. So anyway, but. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a. Um, I think we need to take on Finland's um, model of uh, housing first. Put them in a house. Don't make it conditional. There's no. You just if they need a house, they're in one, and then you can start treating their alcoholism, their drug problem, their mental problems, their lack of of work. Then you can start giving them the things they really need to stay off the street. You don't make it like, yeah, if you qualify, you can fit. Just get them off the street. Right. Get them in, get them in housing. It it can't be any more expensive than what they're doing now, which is cleaning up encampments every week, which is millions and millions of dollars. It just, well, tiny homes would work really well Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. a lot of this, you know, now Finland, obviously that's a climate 
you can't be out in the in the middle of the winter. Yeah. I mean, there's that's you indoor. Know, <laughs> yeah, you got to be. And indoors. it's apartment buildings too. It's not just tiny homes. Right. They're yeah. Putting uh, them in buildings. Yeah. And, and they're giving them a place to stay that they can feel good about themselves and start putting their life back together. Right. And there's counselors <coughs> on on hand. There's right. there's medical exactly. staff there's on hand. There's employment counselors. Right. And there's uh, food. There's yeah. not a food. You know. There's yeah, that's the thing is that. We can take care of these people, and yeah. everybody will benefit from it, but you can't tell the right-wing people that... No, they don't I fought with to. this woman the other day about the fact that I, I made a funny... I have to pay taxes this year. It's the first time I've had to pay taxes in a very long time. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny, because when you think about it, Jeff Bezos probably won't pay taxes this year. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. the people, the multimillionaires, you know, the number ones are still, the yeah. number one percenters are n- still not paying taxes, their right. fair share. And yeah. I made that point. And some lady goes, yeah, and then you get these welfare moms who are taking, you know, these no. these $3,000 credits for child credits. I go, why wouldn't they? The, you know it's, what, though? It's, it's, That's just a, a, it's an stupid. isolated story that they started Right wing started bringing up during the Reagan years. I know. It's so rare. That's not really happening. That's a story that, the, here's what this woman did, and this woman over here did this, and it wasn't brought widespread. It's really hard to get on welfare. You have to really try and get, a lot of people who need it don't even get it. Well, they don't, yeah. They, you know they, who they, gets it, turns out, is uh, people like Brett Favre, who uh, is oh. now in trouble because he got a welfare money, like millions of dollars, to help build his daughter. Uh, a volleyball p- facility at his daughter's college and scooped a little in for himself, a couple million in for himself, you know, stealing welfare. So he's in trouble. Thank God. But yeah, it's, those are the people that are actually getting welfare money. And it, some it, people who need it. It's are diff- it, yeah. You, not enough. you get a single mom who's, who's working two jobs yeah. with maybe three kids with a husband who yeah. left or died, or did yeah. something, and she's she's got to pay for a thirteen hundred dollar apartment for a two bedroom, yeah. or fifteen or seventeen hundred dollars, right. or you know, two thousand dollars a month yeah. for a, a two bed to keep. You know, the she deserves yeah. to get a credit. You yeah. know, because she needs it to live. She, yeah, they if need you wanna, it. If you want to really get mad about a welfare recipient, let's talk about the oil execs and the bank execs that are getting government money. You know, yeah, to 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 not to drill or to drill right. on on federal land. They're getting all that subsidy money. They're it's, the ones yeah, that this are getting is, yeah, real money. Yeah, it's uh, the balance has just shifted no, it's so a, it's terribly. It's a racist thing. To, yeah, it is. To, so let's talk about that welfare mom. You know, and that's in parentheses that black woman. You know, that was know. that was how they attacked it. Was they made it like poor minorities? They are they were doing this. They're these people are doing this. You know, it's it's just a, and there's still Fox News is still trying to do it. This is amazing so, too. Can yeah. we just say that the fact that there was a statement that came out that uh, Fox News uh, uh, listeners mm-hmm. that uh, after all that's been exposed with Rupert Mur- Murdoch and all the all the emails and the text messages that have been have been now exposed, right? And how Murdoch is going to have to settle, going to have to try to settle because right. he, I mean, obviously, um, they still, they don't care if they've been lied to. Right. They don't care. They've been lied to. They don't care. Isn't that something? I, I, I know they don't. They <coughs> don't still care. Their, it's their team and they want their team to win. It's. But maybe, I'm just hoping maybe now they'll see some of the lies happening and at least they'll have that filter like, well, this might be just made up. 
you know, at well, least they'll I think we're giving him way too much credit, but I'll go with you because you're a, ni- you're a nice you're a nice person. I know. I, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm I'm hoping that, that at least they'll know in their heart of hearts that yeah, that's probably a lie, even though yeah. <coughs> he's lying for our team and not the libtards. You know, that's the attitude. Oh God, I get car- <coughs> called a libtard one more time. Yeah, right. I this kid yeah. called me a libtard at the show the other night. Yeah, right. And that crowd, I didn't even have to say anything. Right. They, they shut up, you yeah. idiot! You know, I was like, okay, I'm not yeah. saying anything. You're not in Kennewick now. I know you're in. <laughs> yeah, you're in Beaverton, honey. Yeah, right. This is. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, <coughs> we obviously can't solve the problems of the world. I think my so. idea is a great idea. I think you give them a tax break. Anybody living in a in a Section Eight that is paying full rent gets to have a tax break. That way, these they mm. the some of the pearl districts. A friend of mine moved into a. She and her <coughs> husband had limited income, had three kids. They applied for an apartment. That apartment in this new building in the pearl district uh, after it was opening uh, for an apartment for a three bedroom apartment, and uh, they said we have we do have uh, a section eight available, mm-hmm. and she got it. And it was wonderful for her, right? You know, and um, it 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 made all the difference in her life. And her husband was able to finish college, and they were able to, you know, they they. But this was this was a fluke deal. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be a fluke. It doesn't have to be. So, so that's it. Now that we've uh, made you drink your apple cider vinegar for the day, right? <laughs> which is something I do every morning oh, oh, I don't have, you love ever, it. have you ever had it go up your nose oh god oh god mine went up the n- oh I thought it, I was gonna die it's not something I look forward to but it's something that I always feel better afterwards yeah. and I think it's good for me yeah and this is good for you to know this stuff but now that we've put you through that thanks for bearing with us yep. if you're still listening at this I know, point I know at this point um what's your favorite show to watch after you've just watched something horrible and, and depressing do you have anything right now you'd like to oh go me? to? You know, Ted Lasso's back on the that, air. No, Ted La- I have watched this uh, the two <coughs> seasons of uh-huh. Ted Lasso probably five times. Uh-huh. Just because I, it's just delightful. Oh, and it God, just yeah. makes me, it's it gives you hope. Hug. It just gives pregnant. you, yeah, it gives you a hug and you yeah. kind of go. And I'm also watching your 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 suggestions, the Durrells of Cor- Corfu. The, yes, right. And I also watch um, uh, All Creatures Great and Small. Okay. Those are my those are my go tos when I've just watched right. something that is either too violent for me or upsets yeah. me or makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. And some of those shows are are, are worth watching. I mean, uh, oh, they're great and great acting. My probably favorite movie of the year was the hardest one of the hardest to watch, which was Triangle of Sadness. It was just horrible, horrible images in it. Uh, oh, this is about the Holocaust, isn't it? No, no, no. This one is about. Uh, a rich cruise ship full of for the ultra rich and then the <laughs> servants who are serving them. Oh yeah. And the disparity and then the all goes kind of sideways and then how that plays out. It's it's pretty ugly <laughs> when it starts to go bad. It's pretty true it, too, it, unfortunately. But, uh it, it's real well worth watching and I thought it was an important movie. I thought it really said something. Just an FYI for yeah. those of you out there, I'm just gonna make this a little uh uh when I work the ships and I worked the ships for nine yeah, years. Right. Uh, There's people they they upstairs. sign on to those. They those uh, the, the people yeah. from Haiti and and Dominica and and Jamaica and yeah, all yeah. these and Asians, they sign on for a certain amount of mm-hmm. months. You know, 
for six to eight months. Yeah. And then when their time is up and they're allowed to go home, they're supposed to go home, they're told that if they, they leave the ship, they will never come back and they will never work again. So then they have to, a lot of them Re- are on the show, subscribe. on the ships mm-hmm. for 18 to 25 months. A, at, I mean, a long stretch, time without right. seeing their families. And they're paid pittance. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's why you do tip, and yeah. you tip well, and you tip in cash. Do not tip on a credit card, because there's a good so chance they won't see it. Here's my heart pill after okay. watching the hard things Please to do. watch. Please yeah. do. Well, what's yours? Okay. Uh, we recently saw Marcel the Shell with shoes Oh, on. I want to see this so bad. Yeah, it's a sweet, cute movie, just as adorable as any movie ever was. Oh. And then we also watched a half an hour uh, Academy Award winning um Elephant Whisperer. Oh, I've watched it. It's wonderful. It, isn't that just it's a beautiful wonderful. thing? It's wonderful. Oh, it just makes you want to, oh, oh, they must have such happy lives. And I, I, I think they probably do. They seem like they're, they have nothing, but they're living. Well, they've lived, those elephants, a lot of them have been abused for a long, for a long time. time yeah. And these people rescue them. It's so cute. And, and they just, oh, and they're God. just, they're playful. They and raise it from a just a baby a lot of them have yeah rescued the babies from yeah. the mothers that have been and they, they're just like puppies i mean they just these they elephants are. are just so sweet to them they and are. nuzzling up against them and i know well they're they're in a sweeter. highly intelligent animal yeah right. highly intelligent mm-hmm. so and you know Watch you've all heard things yeah you've heard the you know they don't forget well you know there's that uh when um a, cons- a conservationist who had spent years and years with the elephants in Africa, um, passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, four days after he died, they started hearing these rumblings coming through the jungle. Mm. Yeah, through, and it was the elephants, uh, hurt, these huge herds of elephants that he had raised and, and, and put back into captivity and mm. into, into the wilds, yeah. came back to pay homage. Wow. Yeah. And they stood, out, they stood outside his house. Oh, wow. They stood outside and and it was and grieved. Wow, that's nothing. That it was just yeah. it was just an amazing thing. Yes, that's a great documentary. That's a great one, yeah. It's a great. It's about one. a half an hour long. Yeah, and uh, just beautiful and just puts you in a mood too. You, it you does. Just, just you hear nothing but just bugs and birds and just yeah. the wind and it's yes. just it it's one. It's a changes case. your whole state of being by yeah, the end of it. It does. Yeah, so it's we're a trying to find those. We're looking and looking. There's a whole lot of just you know you scroll through Netflix. Prime, I do. Hulu, doesn't matter which one. You scroll through the shows, and you go across, and it's just gun, 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 apocalyptic, gun, swords, the end of the world. Gun, yeah, you know, it's just how many fucking guns do you you got to show? I know to, that doesn't make me want to watch something. Uh-uh. It makes me go, oh, nope, 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 nope. If it's just oh, and revenge was the only thing she had left. It's like oh god, give me a break. I have another one that I want to suggest, and I think I told you about it, but it's just great. And it, it's, it's funny and poignant, but hysterical. And that's on Apple TV, and it's called Shrinkage. We've been watching that. And it's with, yeah, it's it's with Harrison Ford and Jason, Jason Siegel. Siegel. I always forget his last and name. And just yeah. a cast, the cast is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it's well written. It's the same produce guy, executive producer who produced Ted Lasso. Right. And it's a great, it's great. Really clever, funny writing, and it's just, uh, yeah, that's yeah. another good one. That's a really good sure. one. So anyway, we hope you have a great week. Yeah. Um, if if something does go down politically, um, everybody light a white candle. 
That's what I'm going to ask everybody to do. White, light, light a white candle and say whatever prayer you can or send an affirmation that this country finds justice in a peaceful, legal way. Okay. So anyway, thanks a lot for coming by. Be sure and give us a rating. Maybe not on this one, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But anyway, have a good week. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.